good afternoon, and welcome to episode, what is it, 243 of The Other Ground Live. I'm Passive J. How the fuck are you guys doing today? <laughs> it is Friday night, so I'm assuming most of you guys are in a good mood. I'm in a good mood, just for fucking why not, right? Nothing bad happened to me today. That's a good enough reason to be in a good mood most days, you know? I never see people that were, like, consistently negative, and I used to... um try to be more sympathetic because you know, I'm assuming people that are consistently negative have bad stuff going on in their life, either physically, emotionally, whatever, something's going on. Yeah. You know? Uh, but now at my age, uh, I've went through enough stuff in my life and seen enough stuff in my life that fuck you. That's not an excuse anymore. People are in pain every day. People have horrible relationship issues every day and people still put out a good face and a good front and go out and deal with people on a day by day basis. Uh, your shitty life is no excuse to try to make my life shitty is so well i certainly want to hear your hear your horrible stories and give you sympathy but after that let's go ahead and move on and try to be positive about what's going on here <laughs> sorry i digress a little bit so people post shit on facebook and you know basically pity posts i'm sure you guys anyone who's had facebook is familiar with what i'm talking about the old woe is me thing and the person posting has every right to feel sorry for themselves but you gotta stop putting it on stop putting it out there on a constant basis you're just gonna drive all your friends away anyways anyway that's not what we're gonna talk about i see the og army is uh formed up in the chat box uh how are you guys doing tonight oh shit we got like 20 people already it's amazing okay maybe a little, a little bit less than that <laughs> all right let's see if i can use the function here to see who's looking who's listening this time juicers here oh a new person radio parlesque hey i'm pleased to meet you mr a also new i believe uh, uh class one pro how you doing tenor already wow oh homeboy's listening too okay let's not get in that <laughs> dragon ops here and internal affairs is here as well oh shit so I, apparently i need to keep my shit together okay so i'm not going to tell you guys about this awesome scheme i have to avoid paying my taxes this year uh we'll have to do that on a different day <laughs> anyway you guys know routine uh if you guys want to call in for anything i'm talking about feel free i'll pick up on almost any call I, I make no guarantees how long you're going to stay on the air, uh, on the air, but I'll pick up any call. Uh, if you don't want to call and type stuff out in the chat box, and I'll try to respond to it. Huh. All right. Anyways, uh, to start the show, I thought I'd tell you about uh, my day. And it went better than yesterday, obviously. I told you guys my woes with my medication and such. And that continued in the morning. Uh by the time I got up this morning, I had not had medication for a good fucking 12 hours, and my stomach did not like me at all. Uh, it, 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 my stomach hurt when I went to bed. And when I say my stomach hurt, what I'm trying, I'm, that sounds like, you know, a, a kid thing. What I'm trying to say is the, the, my abdominal muscles and intestinal muscles cramp up because of the IBS thing. So it's a cramping pain. You know, it's not like, a, you know, someone hit me with a brick pain or something like that. It's a different type of pain. So, uh, and uh it's not fun at all <laughs> yeah and it's it, it gets worse over time as i don't have the medication and uh luckily for me um when i called in this morning uh because i still hadn't heard from anybody at all i called and talked to the assistant they she told me that she had called it in yesterday and about three o'clock i'm like that is fucking awesome how come nobody called me up and told me oh uh, the pharmacy didn't call you or tell her anything uh, they were supposed to do that. I'm like, no, uh-uh. So, yeah, although, you know, honestly, a little diligence in your part and maybe, you know, 
double checking shit since it was fucking mostly your office problem. It was issues on both sides. The uh, doctor's office claims they never claimed they never got a request for a uh, doctor approval, even though my uh, app says that they were requesting doctor approval. Uh, but that doesn't change the fact on Wednesday when I told them I needed doctor approval, I still didn't get it. I didn't get doctor. I didn't get the doctor approval I needed. And I, remember, it was Wednesday at 10 a.m. when I uh, told called them up and told them that there was an issue, and I was able to get my medication on Friday at 9:30 a.m. <laughs> That is totally unacceptable. Here's the thing. They never actually got off, got a hold of my doctor. Turns out uh, yesterday, after I bitched about it for fucking two days, uh, the medical assistant got off of her ass and went over to one of the nurse practitioners and asked if they could put in this prescription for me. So apparently they could have done that fucking two days ago, but instead they wanted to play fucking hide and seek with my doctor while my fucking stomach killed me. So fuck these people. Ironically, they gave me a gigantic supply. It's now a three month supply. And then I, you know, and they said my, they don't have to renew my subscription subscription for about a year, which is good for them because me, which means I have an entire year to get over being fucking pissed at these people on the side. I want to change doctors so <laughs> so yeah i'm not a big uh i'm not a big uh, fan <sighs> but the stuff so the, st- the stomach's actually not back to normal i'm in a fair amount of pain right now but yada yada once again talking about people shouldn't complain about their pain too much let people know what's going on and then move on so we're moving on i'll be besides which my stomach will be fine in a day or two and, and compared to how some of the uh episodes i've had with it this isn't not a big deal this isn't like going to the hospital pain this is just kind of in a bad mood and, and unhappy about it pain but, but uh, it's okay uh let's see what do we want what do we want to talk about tonight i, I got a couple topics uh because i'm going to be laid off or actually am laid off and will be until like mid-december excuse me mid-march well actually they're thinking probably early march actually what i heard is march 1st which would be good but i'm basically off work until march 1st so uh I've decided uh, one thing that I'm going to do to better myself. Because this is, I haven't always held myself to this, but I try to get better at something every winter since I have a lot of time on my hands compared to other people. And that's how I started getting into the bass playing. And uh, that's how I started getting uh, fit in the first place because I got into the yoga around the same time. Uh, that's how I got into weightlifting around the same time. It's when I have this time off to dedicate stuff to myself. And my goal, if when I'm doing these things that make me better, is to have it become a habit before I have to go back to work. Because um, while I'm working, it's hard for me to pick up any kind of good habits because I don't feel like I have a lot of time in my day. So it's hard to add things to it. If it's already part of my routine when I'm not working, because if I'm not working, it's easy to find time to fucking do, do all this shit. You're looking for shit to, find, to fill the day as opposed to uh, looking for time to get shit done. Um, one second, I need to drink water. So, well, since I'm always trying to better myself, winter's a great time for that. And this year, I think I'm going to bite the bullet and do what we talked about uh, multiple times on this show. I think, uh, I think I'm going to go get some sort of uh, physical training. Uh, I see Dip Blaster saying, "Jay, get better at one thing for ten years and and become an expert." I don't need to be. The, I like I like knowing about different things. I don't have to be super good at something to enjoy doing it. If I found something I was like really good at and like you know, I felt like, oh my god, I've got an amazing talent for this. I'd probably you know do stick to it and do it for ten years. But there's lots of stuff that I do that I think that I'm able to do well enough to feel like I advancing enough to not be frustrating. 
but still not certainly not good enough to worry about uh you know practicing at it and becoming an expert like i could practice bass for a million years and i'd never be an expert for it at it i just don't have the re- the physical <sighs> capabilities or the rhythm or, or whatever you want to call it i, I i'm I, I could be a fair bassist at best and you know that's with lots of practice um same thing with like lifting weights. I'll, I'll never be a big buff dude, no matter how much I lift weights, but I can still get better and feel good about myself and be healthier. So there's no reason not to do it. So you don't have to be an expert at something to, you know, to do something, uh, here being the case in point, uh, when I say something physical, I think it's finally, I finally want to like go take some MMA training or possibly some, uh, um, um, <clears throat> Muay Thai kickboxing or just, or even maybe even regular boxing. There's a couple of gyms around here that offer different classes. There's a uh, one called Victorious MMA who that offers a whole bunch of different shit. You know, jujitsu and like basically uh, strength and conditioning training, and I think uh, some Muay Thai stuff and so on and so forth. Uh, and then there's also a couple um, straight up jujitsu gyms um, out there. And uh, and while I'm assuming those would not be quite as, uh, um, what's what I'm looking for <sighs> useful for actual physical fighting. The odds of me actually get into a physical fighter low enough that it, it shouldn't, it shouldn't really be a deciding factor in what I take when I take, when I say I'm going to take, although I do want self-defense to be a kind of a factor of it. And, and from what I understand, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is not, uh, realistic enough to take it, to take it as a self-defense class. Uh, um, so I guess that should be a different conversation. I don't know. Do, do you, any of you think that, uh, uh, Brazilian jujitsu is useful enough to be considered a, a self-defense if you don't know anything else, or is it basically just wasting my time? Not wasting my time as far as like learning knowledge and enjoying myself and things like that. But far as my, as far as my primary focus of wanting to be able to defend myself, probably not what I should be taking. Correct. Yeah. Okay, let me go. Let me guys know if you guys disagree with any of this stuff, by the way, because that's that's the theory I'm going to. Because I really want to take uh, um, just a, a jujitsu class. It's a, it's, it seems like it'd be kind of fun, um, although it would be pushing tons of my personal personal issue zones. Like I don't like having people close to me. I don't like people touching me. Uh, I certainly would not want to be on the ground with someone on top of me. It's, it will trigger a whole bunch of different shit for me. Some of it, some of it's stuff that I know why it bothers me and some of it, who knows? <laughs> so, uh, I don't know about all the show. Oh, shit. Dinner's calling. What is going on boss? So did you truly just ask if, uh, Brazilian jujitsu is, is legitimate for self-defense? Or did I mishear you? No, you didn't mishear me. And, and don't get me wrong, I, I think Brazilian jiu-jitsu is better than nothing when it comes to, when it comes to like getting attacked on the street or something like that. Uh, but I would also assume that there's lots of so uh, classes out there that probably better for someone to attack you on the street uh, than Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Or, or or I could be wrong. I mean, I haven't taken any class for anything. So you 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 you've taken classes for all kinds of stuff. So please enlighten me. Well, I mean, obviously, in in a street altercation, it's best to stay off of the fucking ground. I mean, that's that's a number one. You never want to go to the ground. I mean, for the most part, right? Um, you leave yourself vulnerable. 
You know, most of the time, whoever you're on the ground with is going to have somebody around that's a buddy or a friend. So you're vulnerable on the ground right from the jump street. Um, But you have to come to the realization that a lot of times, even with untrained people, you end up on the fucking ground. (laughs) If, If you're untrained and they're untrained, if you watch any fucking street fight, a lot of times there's something involved that goes to the ground. Um, and would you rather be unprepared for that when you go to the ground? Obviously a guy like you with your length and reach, we've talked about this before. I've beaten it into the fucking, into the ground, so to speak with your length and reach. No one should even get fucking close enough to you to be able to to take you to the ground. I mean, you should be peppering people with front kicks and jabs. Um, that being said, and self admittedly, I'm not busting your balls. You're not a very fucking coordinated guy. <laughs> so chances right. are you're going to be taken down. Right, right, exactly. Plus being blind in one eye, it uh, uh, causes issues with judging distance and, you know, which makes keeping people on the outside uh, harder than it could be. On the other hand, jabs and front kicks are not quite unless I just flat out kick you too far away from you. Those aren't quite as dependent on, on uh, your depth perception. Uh, Jesus I, Christ! Am, it, hold on a second, Jay. Am I the only one losing him, or is that on my end because he keeps cutting in and out? Let me take a look. Uh, it says it. I've been hearing. I've been hearing people say this. Uh, it says my uh, thing is excellent. I don't know what you guys think I should do. You think I should try to like uh, um, log out and log back in? I might just restart my computer in a little while. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I don't know. Like I, I usually because I've heard. I think it was Rainier a couple nights ago or last week or something said that you were, he, he was having troubles hearing you. I think it was him. Um, and I, I could hear you fine, but right now you're cutting in and out and I figured it was me, but I don't know. No cutting in and out. I, I had something that I had paused to download on, but I just canceled it out entirely for now. So, uh, let me see. Let me, let me know if it gets any better or worse or shit like that. Worst case scenario, I can, uh, uh, go ahead and fucking yeah, restart my computer. But I think hopefully cancel them. I had a download. I wasn't going to try to download shit while I was doing a show, but apparently it didn't free up the resources. How do I sound now for you, boss? It's still kind of in and out, in and out. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, whatever you want to do, I mean, we can carry on with the conversation. We'll see if it can get better, or if you want to just nix the whole thing and, and restart, that's on you. You're, you're the you're the host here, brother. Well, you guys give me five minutes. I'm going to actually cancel everything out and restart my computer. We will be back in five minutes with Other Ground Live, episode 243, momentarily. All right, bro.
Well, <laughs> did that work? Are you guys back? I, I see tenor shows are connected. Did I even leave for you guys? How's that going? I'm back. Tenor, are you over there? It says you're connected. Yeah, I'm here. I was fucking muted. I was just talking for like five minutes, muted like a dummy. <laughs> I sound any better? I don't know. Let's start talking and we'll see if it fucking worked. So um, <clears throat> where were we at? We were at the whole self-defense thing and, and you going to Absolutely. the ground. Yeah. Well, the thing is, Jay, anything that you do, which is above and beyond what you do now, which as far as self-defense goes is absolutely nothing. I mean, lifting obviously is going to help you. Strength is always, you know, like, uh, uh, what's the power lifter guy say? Uh, Mark, what's his name? Mark Bell. Strength is never a weakness. Um, so yeah, that's obviously going to help you. Being strong is never going to hinder you in, in, in a physical education, but you're not doing anything right now as far as defensive, uh, protection purposes ago so anything you do is going to be right. better than what you're fucking doing so why don't you do something that you just want to try out and like you know you might like it i mean who gives a shit do aikido who and who cares just do something that you, <laughs> you might like and then right, just right. see if you like it you know what i mean because like i said it's more than what you're doing now it's not it's not going to hinder you in the long run right that's very true and uh see um Oh wait a minute! Oh, this can't, this also this place also adults shows uh, multi Muay Thai kickboxing. Also, oh, that's good. Okay, so I have two different places. Both of them offer basically jujitsu and uh, um, Muay Thai kickboxing. Um, right. Let's see, like this, the if, if you got if you have, for anyone who has the internet handy, one of the classes I'm looking at is a place called uh, Victorious MMA, mostly because it's really close by. <laughs> and uh, mm. <clears throat> like, uh, for example, what is today Thursday? Thursday, their schedule would have been 9 a.m. women's only Muay Thai, uh, 12 p.m. That's no perfect for you, Jay. Jay, that's know, perfect. That's exactly, I know. <laughs> I'm up then, too. It's kind of uh, 12 p.m. no gi jujitsu, 5 p.m. kids uh, jujitsu, 6 p.m. strength and conditioning, 7 p.m. no gi jujitsu, just straight out, 8 p.m. Muay Thai. Uh, mm. And then, like the next day, uh, or the orders like, uh, wow, they do women's only shit every every day at 9 a.m. <laughs> then Friday is like women's shit on 9 a.m. noons, gi jujitsu, uh, 5 p.m. kids jujitsu, and then to this day, 6 p.m. Muay Thai and uh, 7 p.m. gi, gi jujitsu. So it looks like they uh, do a no jitsu, no gi jujitsu, gi jujitsu, and Muay, class, Muay Thai class every day that you have uh, options for, and then like a strength and conditioning a couple few times a week. So when, when I was calling in, I did, and I could be wrong once again, so mm-hmm. um, did I hear you saying you want to take jujitsu, but you don't like people being close to you and you don't want people on top of you or invading your space? Yes, yes that is 100% <laughs> true. I, I, will, I, I freely admit I have issues with my comfort zone quite a bit, uh, and I don't like people touching me. I don't like people behind me. Uh, I certainly don't want yeah, someone on top of me. It just oh, makes Jesus me Christ. Mom, Mom's on the phone. Hi, Mom. How you doing? She's, she's got a bunch of background noise. Thanks, Mom. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I can go somewhere else. What are you doing? What are you doing over there, Ma? Oh, it's haircut night. Willow, 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 Willow. Oh, it's Grandma Mom now. Not even Mom. Look, look, there's Grandma right there. See her face right there? Yeah, Nana. Yeah, Nana. 
Here, put the put this put this headphone in. And sorry, guys, I'm, put this headphone in, and you can hear her talk. No, other ear, other ear, okay. and you can hear. Okay. Hi there, little girl. Hi, little girl. Can you, can you hear? Yeah. All right. So oh, yeah. So we got three. We got th we got three tenor generations. We got th three genders of tenors going on right here. Okay. So 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 ma, what do you got going on over there? Well, it's haircutting night. And and so, what what is what what is haircutting night? You don't go to a fucking barber like everybody that's normal in the world. No, I have a wonderful haircutter that comes to the house, and she does anyone that would like to come and have their hair done. Nana. Okay, so what does this person charge? Very very little. I mean, you know, I always kind of overpay, but you know, fifteen dollars for a haircut or. Ten bucks for haircut for Papa because he has no hair. Um, but yeah. <laughs> I was Tenor. Uh, Tenor. I was uh, thinking about a video that I have of a young man um, with doing Muay Thai with quite a quite a well known. Oh Muay yeah, person, right? that, that was yeah that was my nineteen year old Drake who got a, a free lesson with. Uh, Hold on, bud. Uh, Primo, um, Primo Belarus, who's a, a well-known Muay Thai guy that's that's trained many UFC fighters. And uh, oh. could you turn that? What do you got in the background, mom? Is that your fucking country? Oh yeah, I'll turn it off. That's Christ Almighty. So in, yeah. internal affairs shouting out bomb squad. That's got to be Homelander. You change your name again, you fag. <laughs> he, uh, but yeah, yeah, my son, my son. In, oh my God, mom, mom, you need to stop. Dogs and drinks in the background. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know, you, you're 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 ruining my mediocre uh, good name on on Podbean here. <laughs> I don't think you got to worry about that. That's been, that's been gone for quite a while. Kenner, oh, Kenner you yes. know Internal Affairs is looking for you. That's what I heard. That's yeah. what I, I heard. heard that. All right, well, uh, Tenor, um, give me your opinion of this entire... Uh, well, if you got, anybody who wants to ha who has the internet, the, the one of the places I'm looking at, for example, is a place called uh, Renzo Gracie Troy. Uh, which sounds like a good start, right? You hear uh, Gracie, you have to assume it's at least a semi-legit place. Um, oh, hold, hold on, Jay. Hey, Ma, uh -huh. Mother, if you're yes. if you're not gonna if you're not gonna talk because everybody's so loud in the background, you see the phone the phone icon where you push to 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 uh, call. Hit that, and you can mute so we don't hear all that background noise. But if you want to talk, you got to hit it again. Yeah, don't yeah, don't forget to hit it again when you mute. Otherwise, people have great conversations. I think she did it. I think I think that. she figured it out. Add a girl. She's smart. She's smart enough to. Yeah, yeah, she's <laughs> Sorry, smart. That would right. be a mean joke. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah. yeah. Um, so if for anyone who's keeping track, like I said, uh, Renzo Gracie Troy is one of the places I'm looking at. They offer. Um, Jay, Jay, can I interrupt you again? Can I can I interrupt you again? The R's, the R's in Brazil. Uh -huh. Are pronounced as H's. Uh, Brazilian? So, Brazilian jiu-jitsu? I'm just gonna say Brazilian. No, no, no. Do, what? What's the name of the place? Did you say? Did you say Renzo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that would be Henzo. 
Oh, I thought you when you said the B's or H's, I thought you meant in Brazilian no, Jiu-Jitsu. No, like, I didn't no, know that. Oh, no. That very odd. no, the the R's are pronounced the R's are pronounced as H's. And I think we've had I think we've had this fucking dis- I think I think we've had Jesus Christ almighty, Jay. Get yourself together, sir. You're a fucking you are a live podcaster. Get your shit together. Oh, sorry, That's, that just struck me as funny. I apologize. Okay, no, but anyway, because... yeah, it's the Henzo Gracie. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Also known as the Renzo Gracie Academy. Go ahead, sir. Okay. So uh, I assume that means it, it's got to be at least decent. Uh, I don't know. Uh, are are they still pretty good about you know uh, keeping their name? I know at one point that uh, at least a Gracie uh, black belt was a huge deal, uh, but it's in the year 2020. I don't know if that's a big deal anymore. Uh, you know these sort of things. Uh, is that still a, a good, uh, a big thing now? Having a, a, well, a well, black belt, one of the Gracies. What you're looking at is an affiliate school. However, oh, so yeah. the affiliate school is under the Henzo Gracie lineage. Okay, mm-hmm. um, but I will say a lot of times lineages get watered down. You know, having a black belt in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu today, depending on your lineage, might not mean what it meant in, you know, 99. But I will say, Henzo tends to be a very, very, um, he's a very strict coach or professor, or whatever you want to call him. And, and his lineage, he, he's real stingy with given, given belts. So I would assume that anybody under his affiliation would be you know, similar as far as being stingy. So when you're looking at, a, at a, if it's a legit Henzo Gracie lineage affiliation, that, that they're going to be super legit and it's not going to be real easy to belt up in that, in that affiliation. Um, right. I don't know the place you're talking about per se, but just in general, that's how it would be under that guy because that guy is, is he's fairly strict. He doesn't, he doesn't give out, give out belts to people who are undeserving and he actually makes people wait a little more. So hmm. if, if, the, if it's an affiliation, the guy that's, that's running that gym would have been belted under, under Henzo. At least he should have been if Henzo is going to give him an affiliation. Interesting. Well, I'm looking at RenzoGracie.com Academies affiliated because I try I punched his name into like Google, and it didn't come over for his own page, but supposedly he's on this page someplace. So I'm assuming as I as I scroll through this shit, yep, there he is, uh, Joe Gronstad. Um, what's what's his name? Joe Gronstad, which is G R A U N S T A D T. Stad. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've, um, I've never heard of him, but that's not a bad thing. I mean, there's there's so many. There's so many people that have, have been belted these days. Holy right. God. My kid is dying of COVID over here. Shit. Um, <laughs> uh, there's so many people that have been belted these days. Just because I haven't heard of him doesn't mean he's not super, super legit. And anything that I'm not going to be able to do anything on Google that you're not going to be able to do as far as looking right. him up and seeing yeah. possibly competition records, competition placings. Um, stuff like that. That's stuff that, you, you know, if you're serious about the stuff that you should probably do if you're going to train with that guy, you should look right. him up and, and see what he's all about. But if he's claiming Henzo Gracie, chances are he's going to be super legit. Right. And when you look at his classes, it says Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu slash self-defense. So that might be a little bit more of what I'm looking for than like maybe a traditional uh, um, than, than some other Bra- Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu classes just because that... Uh, you know, uh, might be more my style since I'm looking for self-defense. 
Uh, at the same gym, they also offer adult Muay Thai, Muay Thai kickboxing, and they claim to be Bang Muay Thai kickboxing. Michigan's only Bang Muay Thai affiliate, uh, Dwayne Bang Ludwig's career. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, then they list about stuff about Bang Ludwig, which you know all about. Let me tell you that shit. Uh, yeah. They said Bang Ludwig. He, he, he's super legit, but he's a fucking weirdo, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he, he's legit as hell, but he's one of the only guests. And I, I've kind of fallen out of, out of being a regular listener to Joe Rogan. But mm-hmm. at the time when Bang, I think, was on there with uh, TJ Dillashaw, um, it was he was one of the guests where it was almost unlistenable for me, but how crazy he was and how intense and he would interrupt and just he just go off on these weird tangents. He's just a fucking strange <laughs> dude. But that being said, as far as his training goes, the proof is in the pudding and the shit that he did with with uh, Team Alpha Mal when he took over as the head coach for that team. Those guys, you can look at the winning percentage of what those guys did when he took over, and and it blew all their other stats away as far as any of their other coaches goes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the 2013 and 2014 UFC Coach of the Year. They're showing off some of his stats here, you know, since they're an affiliate. And they, they claim to have regular se- seminars with Professor, Professor Dwayne Ludwig, uh, a unique mm-hmm. belt system since... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> which which means though not a real one, a bell system. <laughs> He's got his own bang pe- protein peanut butter too, so look out for that shit. <laughs> I'm not sure. If, you know what? That sounds cool, and all, but I'm not sure if I'd want. Yeah, I don't know. I since I'm not doing it for anything with self defense, maybe it'd be a good thing to do. But part of me would be like, well, my belt doesn't mean anything because it's not a real belt. <laughs> yeah, I've got a bang blue belt. I don't know what that equals out to in like regular Muay Thai. Yeah, that sort of shit. Yeah. What's it fucking matter, dude? Not, Guys, nothing really. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, what's it? What's it actually matter? Are you doing this to brag that you're a blue belt and bang Ludwig Muay Thai? Or are you doing it because you want to have fun? You want to feel good and you want to feel a little competent on your feet if if something goes if something goes awry on the right, streets right, or in a bar right. or in the grocery store. You know what I mean? So exactly. exactly. <laughs> You got to think where you're at sometimes because I think of myself still sometimes I'm not a competing fucking jujitsu guy, which I used to be back in the day. And I think of myself, even my workouts nowadays as a 44 year old man, I'm thinking, well, maybe I'm not doing this good enough or I'm not doing this well enough. I'm thinking, Jesus Christ, just do it and have fun and be active. And, you know, if you're strong, you're strong, you're strong enough as it is. You know what I mean? Sometimes. I worry about that shit when it doesn't need to be worried about just go in the basement or go to the gym or, you know, go to the, the, the boxing ring and, and feel good. Move around, man. We're, you're, you're late forties. I'm mid forties. What the fuck does it matter? Right, you know what right. I mean? It's just yeah, yeah. do what's fun, have fun, be competent in something and all the rest of the shit. It's going to work itself out. I mean, we're not going to be the star quarterback. It's just not going to fucking happen. Anymore, right, 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 right. Now you speak about boxing because obviously that's an option too, and you know that's like a, uh, for the most part a completely different set of gyms. Uh, with, mm-hmm. There are a couple of exceptions, uh, uh, but like close by, there's something called Legends Boxing, so it's like a straight up you know boxing place as opposed to one of those things that's trying to, <laughs> that's trying to squeeze boxing into one of its other uh, businesses as well. Cardio boxing, I'm like I, I'm not interested in cardio boxing. <laughs> uh, there's also like a problem. Krav Maga, I think they say it, uh, a place near me where you can train that, which seems, I don't know, uh, 
is that so I, I never seemed really super serious it was just it just had that like you know such of the oh krav maga aura that i didn't could, couldn't take it serious as a uh, martial art you know the the more mysterious the martial art is the less i took it serious you know like oh people are aikido it's, it has all these uh da, da, you throw it in these i'm like ah no not so much yeah yeah dude i studied i i never did aikido but actually what really drew me into like the world of, I mean, I wrestled a little bit here and there. I was nothing to fucking write home about as, as a high school wrestler. Um, but what really got me into, into martial arts, I, I bought on a whim, I bought the uh, book from, by the, the founder of Aikido, and I'm going to butcher his name. It's like Yui Hir Yushiba or some shit like that. He wrote a book that was called The Art of Peace. And obviously, we've all, most of us have heard of the book by Sun Tzu, The Art of War. The Art of, the Art of Peace was kind of like the flip side of that. It was a book of sayings on just being good to people and shit. And I, I bought that. I used, I, I used to carry it in my pocket. <laughs> and I'd, I'd, I'd whip that book out when I was pissed off or anything. And I'd fucking read it and actually calm me down. So that really started leading me towards getting into a martial art, other than the fact that I always still wanted to wrestle. So jiu-jitsu was just a perfect path to, to kind of continue on to – to being in that that style of combat, um, but the the, um, the the theory of 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 Aikido on the art of peace is it's actually a really cool book if people are into that spiritual bullshit. Right. Yeah. I've yeah. Aikido itself sounds like a pretty cool thing. It's just that I understand that uh, unless you modify it extens- extensively, you're going to uh, need to use other stuff to actually beat people up. <laughs> yeah, but, it's it's kind of weird because because of it because he kind of marketed it, you know, at the, as much as marketing as you could do back then. It wasn't that long ago. I, I forget how long ago, but it, it was within the, you know, the 1900s where he came up with it, I don't know, 30s, 40s, 50s, somewhere in there, um, was to, so when someone comes to attack you on a straight line, you step into them and then turn, you, utilizing their, their movement and their motion and, 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 and their forward progress against them. But the theory was you would turn and try to see things from their point of view, which is a really weird thing when you're talking about fighting. Um, So as they come at you, you step in, turn, so you're both facing the same way, and then you're using their momentum against them, almost like in like judo-type tosses, you know, where you backstep in judo. So you're both facing the same way. When you do that backstep in judo and you throw your hips underneath somebody, at some point within that movement, you're both facing the same way. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I can visualize that. Yeah. Um, and judo is a little bit better about that because, you know, when it happens, you're got a hold of the guy. So you're in control of the situation. You, with right. a lot of more traditional martial arts, you see crazy moves like that where, you know, that, yeah, they're badass. But if you fuck it up or if they even know what you're doing, uh, it's really easy to, you know, like, uh, I don't know. It's, I get what well, I guess someone saying is a spinning shit doesn't really work in in real fights for the most part. <laughs> so now uh, we're doing spinning shit, hey? Exactly. Now here's interestingly enough. Uh, if I want to, the the classes and places I've been talking about so far are pretty close to me, with uh, within like a five or ten minute drive. Uh, mm. If I want to expand out even slightly, now if you talk to like a twenty five minute drive, maybe a thirty minute drive, maybe even thirty five minutes, depending on traffic. But uh, on under 40, I would say I can go train at Michigan top team, for example. And who's who runs? Are they affiliated of America top team? I would assume so. It's run by Darren Kruchank. 
Oh, Crookshank. He he fought yeah, in the yeah. in the UFC. Yeah, yeah that yeah, did yeah, fought yeah. in the UFC. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, you obviously know that guy's going to be legit as shit. Right, and Javier Cardenas and Jason Fisher, the uh, three uh, the coaches that they name for like most of the classes and stuff. Mm, yeah, I don't, I don't know who the other two dudes are, but they're probably you know high level people. <laughs> uh, yeah, and but when I look at their class schedule, it, it's you know basically I'll uh, Monday five thirty to seven o'clock striking Darren fighters only <laughs> seven to eight p.m. Muay Thai Jason all levels <laughs> yeah no no jiu Javier our levels uh, then like they have um. A couple days of jujitsu classes uh, during the day for all levels, uh, but a lot of the stuff is their only classes half the time are at five thirty and seven o'clock and eight o'clock and shit like that. So I'm guessing that obviously this is not the everyone's uh, full time jobs. <laughs> it, like uh, I, I believe that's probably going to be the case with a lot of these smaller places where you know they go work their job and then like train and teach at an MMA gym and during the evening. Yeah, yeah, you. you, you it's 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 amazing when you can find a gym that's doing like noon classes or they they have many many classes throughout the day because I never trained in gyms that did that much unless it was on the weekend you'd have a ten o'clock jujitsu class and then a noon jujitsu class and then strength and conditioning at three or whatever but I went out to um I went out to Denver with my wife who lives there and I trained at uh, I think it was Tim Elliott's place at the time I think it was Easton BJJ. And mm-hmm. I showed up on the mats at for a noon class. And usually, dur- and it was a weekday, so it, it was probably like a Tuesday or a Wednesday. And I was amazed because I'd never seen this type of turnout. But I've never, you know, I, I don't live in a big city. Um, I was, I, I, I trained at the time. I fuck, I think I was a blue belt at the time. I might have been a brand new blue belt. And I stepped on the mats, and there were probably twenty people in this noon Tuesday class, and there were. You know, there were probably 10 fucking blue belts, five purple belts, you know, and then and then like five white belts. I'm like, holy shit, man, this is a a huge turnout of varying levels. You know, the gyms that I came from, you had guys that were they weren't even belted, but they were UFC or Bellator fucking fighters. They weren't belted, but they were killers. But then you had like you know, maybe really good, one really, really good purple belt, you know, one decent blue belt, a couple of blue belts that routinely got tapped out by white belts and then a bunch of white belts. You know what I mean? When I stepped on the match with these guys, I was like, holy shit, look at the turnout, you know? And then when you get, you know, after you do, um, you know, usually the, somebody, the, the instructor, professor, professor will teach two or three moves on whatever they're working on. And if he's a good professor, he's using building blocks. He's not just doing, all right, this week we're doing a half guard. Next week we're doing spider guard. You know, I mean, usually there's building blocks to this shit. He'll teach two or three moves. And then at the end, there's there's a live rolling session where you kind of just, you rotate through the room and roll with whomever. Um, mm. And that's the shit that I always loved. And I was like chomping at the bit. I was like, I can't wait to fucking roll with all these people. Because in your gym, you know, you're used to rolling with the same people. You know, like, oh, I'm going to fucking tap him with a fucking guillotine. I'm going to get this guy with a, you know, with this. This guy's going to give me a run for my money right here. That guy's going to kick my ass all fucking round. If I, if I don't get tapped out in five minutes, I consider that a win for myself. So you know that. But when you see all these people and all these varying skill levels, you're like, shit, I can practice my, 
know, I'm working half guard. I'm going to practice it on this white belt here because, you know, if he smashes me, whatever, but hopefully he won't. And then this guy, that purple belt right there, I'm a blue belt. I'm going to go for my go-to shit and see if it works on an upper level belt. You know what I mean? That's kind of like the, the psychology of, of the role when you're thinking, when you're looking at a room full of guys that you don't know that you're not used to training with, which is kind of cool. Ah, okay. Now several things uh, occurred to me during this conversation. One, I'm an old fucker. Um, that's why I kind of was leaning toward jujitsu because it feels like, you know, I'd be less likely to take an accidental punch to the face or, 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 you know, hurt myself trying to throw a, a kick when clearly I'm at the age, I probably really shouldn't be trying to kick at all. Um, but on the other hand, I hear about people talking about the injuries they picked up from jujitsu all the time, like oh. shoulder issues and, and things yeah. and back issues and things like that. And that makes me think maybe I should be focusing on stand up and, you know, uh, not be a pussy about maybe taking a shot to the face over getting wrecked fucking, you know, uh, joints at, or back at some point from the jujitsu shit. I don't know. What do you think? Jujitsu. Jiu I'm biased because I did it for years and I, you know, I wrestled and did jujitsu for years and competed. Um, whoever, you know, somebody coined the phrase that jujitsu is a gentle art. They fucking lied, man. It is hell on your body. And, and I'll be honest. I didn't, I still don't, I don't take the best care of myself. I fucking drink alcohol. You know, I don't, I don't take a bunch of fucking crazy supplements. I'm not on glucosamine. I don't do yoga and all that shit. But jujitsu is very hard on the body. And if you're talking about you being, you're 48, right? Uh, 47, my same day. You're, all right. So you're 47 years old. Yeah. Yes. Doing, doing Muay Thai is going to be much easier on you because you don't, you're not going to, A, even if you get to a point where you're going to spar, you're going to spar light with guys. I don't, I don't think that you're going to go in there and go, you know, uh, you know, fight night or sparring night where you're going to be sparring with teen guys that are trying to fucking smoke you. You're going to be doing right, light, light, right. light sparring. A lot of what you're going to do, be doing is either pad work or light kind of movement and touch work. Um, and, and you're going to get, you're going to get great skills from, from the pad work and then moving around with guys doing light touch work. Um, and you're not going to get those injuries. Whereas when you're rolling, at the end of the way, you know where I just told you about the, the end of the class, the live rolling sessions, it's fucking right, live. Right. And that, that fucking white belt is trying to fucking tap you. That purple belt is trying to tap you. Granted, once you're in those upper level belts, you kind of, if it's somebody you don't know, sometimes you got to, you got to bump them a little bit and feel where he's at. Because once you grab a hold of somebody, usually in my opinion, if I, if I take a hold of somebody and I start moving with them, I know within the first 30 seconds, whether or not I can kind of relax and let them work. It, it, and then it, I know whether I can't eat as well, where is I grab a hold of a guy and he's going ball, balls to the wall. Even if he's a white belt, he might've been a strong high school or co collegiate wrestler. I know I can't let my guard down on this guy. Cause he's going to fucking, he's going to crush me if I let my guard down. So I got, I got to roll with him a little harder, but generally as an upper belt, you know, what level, what you can give people and you can kind of coach them, which I used to do is not that I was ever a coach, but a white belt, when I was a purple and I was rolling, I'd let him, okay, this is what you just see where you're at right here. No, this is where, this is where your arm's at. This is what I, I'm going to do. If you leave that arm there, this is where your arm should be at. And I would coach them through the roll. You know what I mean? Okay. But the bottom line is mm -hmm. when you're rolling live, you're fucking rolling live. And there's going to be people on that mat 
that are playing for keeps, man. They're, they're playing competition in practice. That happens. You, you go anywhere. There's guys that are looking to go to the bar afterwards. So do you see I fucking tap this dude out so hard today? You know, we're talking <laughs> and, 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 and in the words of, of Alan Iris, and we're talking about fucking practice, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Right on. Now, okay, well, this this uh, it tends to make my decision for me. Now, there's a place relatively close by to me. I, I'm, t- I'm talking like if I looked at it right, like 10 or 15 minutes tops, it's called a uh, victorious MMA. Uh, and here's the thing. It has a Muay Thai class six days a week, uh, it, and it alternates. I listened to what I brought up earlier. That alternates back and forth between six p.m. and eight p.m. for their class time, uh, and and they have that for come on, where's your schedule? Oh, there it is. Uh, like Monday, six o'clock uh, Muay Thai. Tuesday, eight o'clock Muay Thai. Wednesday, six o'clock. Thursday, eight o'clock. Friday, six o'clock. But here's the thing: they don't have. Oh, I'm sorry. So they have Muay Thai five days a week. Here, here's the thing: on the two days that they don't have it, Saturday and Sunday, they offer combat sambo lessons. Oh Jesus Christ! Stay the fuck away from that shit. Yeah. If you enjoy having your fucking anterior, anterior cruciate ligament and your knees intact, fucking yeah. stay the fuck away from sambo. Those guys are terrifying. Okay, it gets worse. Sunday is a combination sambo judo lesson. <laughs> Stay the fuck away from that shit, man. <laughs> yeah, I think, okay, I think I'll be training five days a week. But they, I mean, like this, this this one's schedule is pretty good. This one I turned that I, that I opened up with, and I, I think it'd be the one that would work best for me. I wish that they their more classes, more Thai classes, were in the morning uh, instead of in you know in the evening. Yeah, you know, that's late, morning. man. In the morning, they you're have. Gonna be, you're going to be fucking blasted by the time you show up there. But sometimes people flow a little better when they're fucking blasted on the dabs. If you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, exactly. I'll be an issue. <laughs> I mean, they got, they, they've got a noon jujitsu class on Mondays, but they're more tech classes at six o'clock. And then they have uh yeah, that's, that's rough. But man, honestly, I think I told you this. I, I we've had this discussion multiple times oh, yeah. about what yeah, martial yeah. art you should take. And my answer has always been Muay Thai. I oh yeah, mean, over and over again. Yeah, that's. What I think I think it's the is. safest thing, and I think it's the the best thing that's suited to your body type. You know what I mean? Yep, and I think it'd be the one the one I have the most most fun with. It's it's designed to. I mean, yeah, you tie up with people, but you you, you tie up people with uh, tie up the people to hurt them and make them stop touching you. So I think I'd be able to go with that. You know. <laughs> as opposed to an entire jujitsu thing where I'm just wrapped around with people and the, your entire job is to fucking get as close to them as you fucking can. Yeah, that wouldn't last long with that for me. Don't get me wrong. At, <laughs> at one point, at, when I've been taking the Muay Thai classes uh, for a while, which I assume will inclo- you know, include some close contact, that might help me get past some of my issues to go ahead and take uh, uh, jujitsu training, which this place offers uh, you know, during the day. It's better hours than the Muay Thai. Uh, if we hadn't already if we hadn't already established that Muay Thai is the better martial arts for me, this would be a good place to take jujitsu just because the hours are good. So um, I'm going to look at a couple other places because uh, uh, just for due diligence. What do you think of uh, Mod Krava Maga or some shit like that? Is that a, is that a legit uh, uh, fucking martial art? I, I would imagine it's legit. I mean, I, I don't know much about it. I'm not going to talk shit on it. I mean, I know. I think it's Israeli, right? I think the Israeli yeah. special forces guys do it, and they do a lot of like disarming a gun when it's in your face and knife work and shit like that. I would imagine it's legit. I don't know how um, applicable it is for a guy like you. 
Right. Um, but yeah, I don't. I, I have nothing bad to say about it. I, I just don't know that much about it. I think, like I said, I, the only the only thing I know about it is it comes from Israel and right, their special right. forces guys do it. Just haven't encountered it. Yeah, this place is a combination. They, they call it the Mata Krav Maga and Jiu Jitsu. So yeah, so they teach both apparently. Clicking on their website here, I'm sure it'll be interesting. Watch, it'll be like some Polish guy. Or <laughs> you guys, my mom is flirting with Sly right now. Sly, you dog. Hey now. <laughs> <laughs> Sly, call call in for the last fucking ten minutes, Sly. My mom wants to hear that sexy voice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I guess the I guess the next step would be to get a hold of Victorious. Well, I'm gonna look around a little bit more because obviously we I would way prefer morning or afternoon classes over evening classes, but this place is pretty close and that's a uh, consideration as well. So um, yeah, I'll look around a couple other places. So it's definitely nice to have a, have your choice. You know, like some days you just don't feel like you know you you might be down or like just tired, run down. You're like fuck, I got Muay Thai at eight o'clock. You know, right, by yeah. the time I get done with Muay Thai, get a shower, I'm looking at 10 o'clock before I'm in bed, then you're wiped out and sore the next day. You know, it's nice to have that option. Like if you just want to get up at, you know, and go and do your, your workout at 10 in the morning, you, you know, you, you, you've always said that um, you're a guy that likes to get your shit done early. Oh, yeah, that way yeah. it's done. Yeah. You yeah. know, so that, that eight o'clock thing, that. That six and eight o'clock thing might not work too well for you. And let's be fair, yeah. you're not you're you're not going to train five days a week right off the jump street. And nor should no, you. You should, so, take, yeah. you. you should be you should pick like a Monday, Wednesday, or a Tuesday, Thursday. You know, right. and even maybe, maybe maybe throw in an open day Saturday where you meet guys there and maybe just do some pad work or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, three of those five days uh, that they offer yeah. uh, training there at six o'clock. It's an intuitive. Like I think it's. Uh, uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays are classes at eight o'clock. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, it's at six o'clock. So I probably go to the six o'clock ones, not the eight o'clock ones, and just adjust the show schedule accordingly. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah, but there's, as you mentioned, there's other uh, gyms out there. Uh, I'm gonna check around and see if there's any ones that are like relatively close as well. Um, <clears throat> I'm sure, like, <laughs> like I'm seeing, like, think true martial arts. Uh, Michigan Kickboxing Academy, uh, MMA and BJJ. See, I haven't even looked at that one yet. So, you know, that mm. might be something. Uh, there's, there's all, all kinds of uh, Allegiance Gym that's over in Sterling Heights. Uh, who knows what the hell they teach? So, <laughs> so there's lots of things mm. around here. I think uh, apparently mixed martial arts and training oh. in general is pretty popular in the area. Yeah, in, in in a city like where you're at, I mean, you're gonna have anything and everything that you could ever want, probably within 40 minutes of you in that city right you know there's I mean? a uh, it's, it's just figuring out what's close enough what's going to offer the right class schedule and what's going to offer the right the right classes with the right coaching for you right exactly like if you want to go old school uh there's a place called uh, mash uh gym mma which was mm -hmm. supposedly is one, is one of the more old school gyms uh, for mma in general uh Oh, great. Hold so on. they beat the fuck out of each other every night. Stay the fuck away from that place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, it's, like the lion, it's like the lion's den. You go in there every night and you walk out with a concussion. Yeah, <laughs> that was good training. <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember. I assume it was good training. <laughs> yeah. You built up good reflexes because that's all you had by left it by the end of the night. You know, you had no coherent <laughs> memory of the fight. So, yeah, probably not a good thing. Uh, I don't know. So, yeah, I think Muay Thai. Um, 
it, it it's just uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu is the cool thing to do nowadays for people. But I, I don't think I'd, I don't think I'd enjoy it. I just don't. So we will focus on trying to find a early class for Muay Thai classes. And if that doesn't work, well, we might try to six o'clock classes a couple of days a week here in the winter. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun, man. You know, if, if it's something you've been wanting to get into and you've obviously been surrounded yourself with, with the MMA world for quite some time, you know, even as far as, as sponsoring Roxy and being her buddy and shit, you know, it'd be cool for you to get involved in it, you know, in, in a, even in a limited way, doing two or three nights of pad work or something, it would be, it would be eye opening for you. And you'd look at fights completely differently as when you're looking at striking or you're looking at, even if you're not doing jujitsu and if you've been around people that do it, um, you would see things a little differently. I think, you know, even as long as you've been around the sport, I think you'd, you'd see things a little differently if you were involved in it more. Right. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, just cause just the experience that it would give me in general would be helpful. Um, Plus, like you said, it's supposed to be fun, so we'll see how that goes as well. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't know. Uh, and uh, two days a week, it shouldn't be that expensive. I have a feeling uh, that they're going to be one of those places that try to sell you like an overall membership. I'm not sure if I'm down with that. Yeah, the, the places that I went to had like different package levels where you might pay... 150 for unlimited classes a month you know 150 a month is a fucking that's to me i mean in my opinion that's a lot but that's probably mm-hmm. cheap in cities that probably might be cheap right. in detroit but where i'm at um 150 still for me for unlimited was fucking very very it seemed expensive but i had buddies and friends so i paid the minimum amount and went as much as i wanted anyways um, right 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 so i see 150 a month for me it, I, like you said, it might be more expensive because where I'm at, I'm also like in the in the rich area. Uh, for our classes that I would realistically take twice a week for an hour, so you know, hundred. So you're t- basically I'm taking eight classes for 150 dollars a month. Is that a good deal? Is it not a good deal? I guess it depends on how you measure those things. Huh? What was that? What was the price? Well, uh, let's let's assume that I could get the same deal that you were talking about, 150 uh, for unlimited classes. Mm-hmm. I'd only mm-hmm. be taking two, basically two classes a week to start, so that's eight classes a month for 150 dollars. They'd probably offer a package for like two classes a week. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, you, you, why would you pay the unlimited if you plan on taking two? Because you could always right. bump it up. You could always bump it up if you really get into it and your body's acclimating well and you're not injured and sore all the fucking time to where you can do five days a week. Well, if it's, um, it, well, you know, and it went realistically when it comes right down to it, uh, if it is only $150, that's be, you're basically paying like 19 bucks a lesson, yeah. which that's not super duper expensive, I guess. Would you, would gra- you pay 20, 20 bucks an hour for your lessons when it came down to it? Um, would I or have I? <laughs> <laughs> you know, do you know what I mean? It's like one yeah, of those yeah. things, you know, I mean, there's guys, there, there's guys that take only privates and pay $50 an hour for a fucking private with a black belt. That way they don't have to roll with anybody else in the class. And it's just one-on-one attention. It's all, it's right, all what right. you want to get out of it. You know what I mean? It, it, like I say, anything that you're going to do, Jay, like I said before, anything that you're going to do is above and beyond what you're doing now. So if you, if you do two, do two days a week and you're paying 15, 20 bucks for two days a week, if that's, if that's, cool with you then in, you're going to be a better person for it you know yep yep it certainly cannot hurt 
Yeah. So I'll look into that tomorrow. It's probably a little bit late for it today. <laughs> All right. I've, I've, well, I've, I've, I've basically neglected the chat. I'm probably getting my ass kicked in here. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. I wasn't uh, I, with all the advice I was getting. I wasn't really paying attention to the chat. So if you guys had any questions that I missed, I do apologize. Uh, we are about at the end of the show, I guess. Uh, so I want to thank you, Tanner, for calling in and giving me all this great advice uh, that I will mostly ignore and do whatever the fuck I want. That's, yeah, that's of course, of course. I, I expect I, I expect that out of you, anyways, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you've been really helpful, uh, and I believe I'll probably be doing some sort of more day classes someplace or another. Uh, I want to thank the OG Army for listening in. I can't do the show without you guys. Uh, don't forget to tune in for tomorrow at 6 o'clock for our last show of the week, which will probably be MMA-focused, considering the big old fucking uh, card coming out at us tomorrow. Uh, I will try to stay up for it. I don't know if I'm going to buy the uh, pay-per-view yet or not. Uh, I'll probably hang out with you guys after the show and see, get the feel for it, and if I can, if I can handle staying up late. Um, no promises. I'll try to stay up as late as I can. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> Anything you want to uh, get off your chest before we get out of here, Tanner? No, I'm good, brother. All righty. Uh, once again, thank you for calling in. Uh, I'm Passive J. You guys have yourself a great day. See you tomorrow. Bye-bye. All right. Peace, y'all. Team tune for the OG. Yeah.